Welcome to the Anderson Business Advisors Podcast, the nationally recognized preferred provider for asset protection and tax planning in the nation. This show is for real estate investors looking to protect their assets, save on taxes, and build their wealth with Clint Coons. Clint is an attorney, author, avid real estate investor, and featured instructor at Anderson's tax and asset protection events held throughout the country. Enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Hey, it's Clint Coons here. And in this episode, I wanted to talk about short-term rentals and how to stand out if you're thinking about getting into that space. Now, if you watch some of my other videos, you know I'm a proponent of short-term rentals because you can reap massive tax deductions through cost segregation by accelerating the depreciation because you don't have the same issues you face as a real estate professional. Now, when it comes to using short-term rentals, there's a lot of people out there that tell you how to get into them. But the thing is, is that you need to know where to invest. It's just like anything. So what I decided to do is I reached out to someone who is a high performer in this industry, who has gone out there and cultivated individuals in certain markets to help bring their short-term rentals to the forefront of individuals who are looking to rent these spaces. Her name is Kin Lalonde, and I'm happy to have her on here. She runs a company called Key.co. She actually started it, and she has tremendous insight that she's going to be providing us today. Kim, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Hey, so why don't you tell us, I mean, you got a really interesting story about your bio. You moved out to San Francisco, and you realized this isn't working, and you decided to start this company. So how did that start, and how we got to where we are today? Sure. The craziness of entrepreneurship. <laughs> so prior to launching Key, I traveled quite a bit for my job, specifically every other week. I had the luxury of staying in great hotels where you have the convenience of the hotel-like services, daily housekeeping, um, concierge for local recommendations, in-room dining. Well, the firm asked me to move there for two months. So I got a vacation rental so I could bring along my two young children. And Beautiful home right in the heart of the city, but I was completely on my own. There's no shortage of information on Google, but it was on me to do the research, read the reviews, coordinate and book everything. And then if you suffer from FOMO, wondering, did I book the right stuff? Am I at the right restaurant at the right park? And so that's what gave me the idea to return back to Austin, Texas, where we're headquartered and launch Key. So we, what we do is partner with quality vacation rental homes to take all of that burden off of the host and homeowner's plate and provide one place to book all the in-home services to enhance each guest's stay. Okay. So this is what I want to get into right away. You talk about quality properties. So what do you mean by quality properties? So properties is properties that we list on our site and property managers that we partner with, they have, um, they're professionalized in the hospitality space. When you walk into the home, it's great design, great aesthetics, and a great place to gather as groups and families. Most of our homes that we partner with are three plus bedrooms. And so you want to interact, have a great kitchen, a backyard, just just a great home to spend your three days, five days, week, however long you're going to be there. So our team personally vets the homes. We partner with a lot of three stars well, but they're not listed on our site, but we still provide services to guests staying in those homes as well. Okay. So when if I'm a short-term rental investor, and I'm thinking about buying a home. There has to be some markets now you've identified that you think are more attractive to residents than other markets. And so can you maybe explain some of that to, to the people who are watching this right now or listening in about what they should be looking for and what are the markets that you see are trending? Sure. The data that we see right now, it's markets that have great outdoor experiences. So Lake Austin, North Lake Tahoe, 
beach, Hawaii, San Diego, Florida has always been a top um, rental market, still remains that way as far as investors putting money into it. Um, Nantucket, Hampton, um, et cetera. And then there are some hotspots, urban towns. So Austin, Nashville, Charlotte is another one that we're seeing. But right now, vacation destinations are still where most are going. There's a shortage of inventory there. So lots of opportunity over with our um, request to book coming into our site last quarter, 67% weren't available. So we're always scrambling to find great homes. So when you buy that, invest in that home, let us know. <laughs> We've got guests to send there. All right. So so if I was going to invest in one of those markets, or maybe I already have a, a property there, when it comes to staging the property, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into that. And you just wouldn't take every home that someone has. So how do you address that for the for the short-term rental investor? What should they be looking to do? Sure. So I think making it um, one of the things that that's in your own home, you've got your family pictures everywhere. We always say, pull those out. People don't want to come in and feel like they're staying in someone else's home or the kitchen stocked with someone else's stuff. The closets are stocked with someone else's stuff, their family photos. It's really a blank slate. Think hotel. So you go into a hotel, you don't have personalized pictures, but you can come in with your stuff and really move in. So that's what we recommend for um, short-term rentals. Make sure it's furnished from the utensils in the kitchen to the living room, great aesthetics. People want to go in there. It's a brand. It's a brand that you're that you're building, essentially. Drive five-star re- reviews, drive repeat bookings. So really um, making it homey feeling, making sure there's great pillows, great bedding, great towel- towels, toiletries, et cetera. And then key, always offering someone to help with all the services. Because when you invest in a great home and you've got gas stain in there, they want, they want more. And so then it's on you to do it. So, yeah. And obviously, you know, that's just another burden that they have. I, I invested in a, in a short-term rental property in Hawaii, which is one of the areas that you're talking about. And I wasn't using a company like yours to interact and interface with the clientele. I was trying to do it all on my own, right? On Airbnb. And I ended up selling the property after about a year and a half. Cause I said, this <laughs> sucks. All right. I just, yes. It's not for me. Yeah. And had I known there are services like yours, I may have, I may still have that property today. I'm sure it'd be worth a heck of a lot more than what uh, I sold it for. But so in doing this, you're, you're talking about the services. So if I have a short-term rental and I'm thinking about providing services, what does that typically look like as far as what is the return on my investment? Because it's, it's going to cost me more than to man- have someone manage that. And so could you speak to that? Sure. So we have a mix of clients. So we have individual homeowners who like to manage all the bookings and the listing on Airbnb, Verbo, wherever they choose to list their homes. And then they will use Key to handle all of the hotel-like services. So food and drinks are number one most selling category. Think of that hotel room when you're getting your wellness and massage, your um, outdoor experiences, someone that's local to help plan it all. And then food and drink, pre-arrival groceries, chef-prepared meals, etc. So they'll use us for that component. And then we've got some who they don't want to handle any of it. They just want to use it as an investment, as an income strategy. And then they'll work with property managers who will take a percentage of the booking. And then Key works with those property managers to service the guests as well. So it really just depends on how much time and effort you're wanting to spend on it. And in today's day and age, when everything's on demand, guests expect... um, immediate response, whether they're trying to book, whether they're booking the services, et cetera. So it really just depends on what you love to do in it and what you want to outsource. Yeah. And see, so for a lot of individuals that 
we work with here at Anderson, what we're telling them is you invest in a short-term rental, and as long as you spend 100 hours, it's typically what's going to take, you can qualify then to accelerate the depreciation and get these huge upfront tax deductions. But they've got to spend some time managing it. And so what I like about what you offer is that you layer on top of that. So I assume then you would give someone, hey, here are the top concierge type services that people typically request in your area. You should advertise these. I mean, is there some guidance that that helps individuals along the way that are going down this road? Definitely. So we're we have our platform is a curated marketplace that's really it's local. So local chefs, local drivers, babysitters, masseuses, runners to get in the house to pre-stock the groceries before the guests arrive, et cetera. So we share that data with the homeowners and property managers, even down to the address. You could have 10 homes you have invested in. So down to the address on here's what your guests saying in this property want, because they may be in different locations. And then the homeowners use that to market. We also provide all the assets and it's literally like a membership. So they can be a part of Keys Network and we feed them the data to win more bookings so the guests can know the full experience. You book the home. Now, the pain point on why I started Key, I was on my own to do the rest, but it's one-stop shop for the guests, which helps drive reviews. And so for us, yes, our we're, our platform is all data-driven on what the guests the most requested, what they want. And even if it's not in our catalog, there's a little button on don't see what you're looking for. And our team gets to work to find it. And then the next 100 guests that check into that property it's available to them. So what do the uh, numbers look like for people who offer these types of services versus those that don't as far as how often their property gets booked? You know, out of 365 days a year, if the average rental period is five to seven days, uh, how many vacancies are we going to see in someone who's not offering these types of services versus someone who is? Sure. So to back up a bit, it's interesting when we first started Key seven years ago, and let's take Austin, for example, there were hundreds of vacation rentals. Today, there are thousands. Um, So it's getting more and more competitive. And then the next wave was photos. You had to have great photos to compete and get, you know, bookings. Today, everyone's got great photos because it's hard to compete without. The next wave is really what we're carving out and doing, and it's the services. So today, if you were to check into a four or five-star hotel and you didn't have daily housekeeping, that would be an awkward situation. And so as the time comes, guests are going to, um, they're, when they're looking at property A or property B to rent and one comes with services and the other doesn't, and it's not added cost to them, they're going to go with the one that comes with it all. And the other trend that's happening, Wall Street Journal just released an article a few months ago, um, but the hotels are now getting into the vacation rental space. So the early movers, Accor Hotels, Marriott, they were early movers in it years ago. And now Four Seasons, Mandarin Oriental, because they want you as the traveler, depending on where you're going, here are the hotels if you only need you know one or two people traveling, or here are the vacation rentals that we service. So that's going to make it harder for the individual homeowners and the property managers. It's a very fragmented space to compete for the traveler. So you know today, most, most say they do it, but it's a pain point on them. So you'll go to the their website and it's con- we've just closed a partner and they have full concierge service. I'm like, who's doing that though? If you're partnering with us, they're like, we put it up there because we have to, you know, have it to compete and they handed it all over to us. So that's, it's a trend that's coming and it's going to be harder and harder to compete if you don't offer just like it was harder to compete with the photos today. Now, when you say offer, I mean, I see this as two ways I can interpret this one. Mm-hmm. You know, I've dealt with this before when I've stayed in properties that I've rented off of Airbnb and other sites 
they say, if you want the following services, you can call this person or you can deal with the, this uh, company over here. Yep. Or you, it's all included. They'll they'll tell you right at the very beginning, hey, when you rent this property, you're going to get the following. They're going to come in. They're going to clean every third day and, you know, six or seven different items. So yep. what have you found then is, is more beneficial to the short-term rental owner? Should they make them all inclusive? Does that get help uh, raise their listing, the attractiveness of it versus the link and you deal with it on your own? I think it's uh, the all inclusive. It's hard because depending on why people are traveling, you may have a family that's going in. They have four kids. Um, their needs are going to be different than the couples. You know, you have three couples going and renting a home or the all guys bachelor party or girls bachelorette party. So it's hard for to offer one unless you're doing, you know, pre arrival grocery stocking, but that's cumbersome to, to include. And then your grocery bills for groups are not cheap either. And so. So I find just adding it and having flexibility. So anytime we're running promos with our partners or um, offering something for the month, you know, ski season, 20% off ski valet who will come to the house, handle um, all the fittings for the guests and pick it up. So they're not having to spend time. That's just the flexibility is important because the trip types are so different. You don't have the same need checking into that house every, every time. And when, and from the traveler perspective, the last thing is so vacations, they're emotional. You want to arrive, relax, make our mottos, make memories, not plans. Like let us do all of that. And when you can provide that aha experience for the guests, that's going to drive your reviews. It's going to drive repeat business, but it can be cumbersome. And so it's just a matter of how, how much time you want to spend on it. I'm putting it up. Well, are there certain things though that you think that people should include uh, cleaning, or, or basics that should be in there automatically. And that's going to help drive more people to, to your listing or make it, make it appear more attractive. In general, the cleaning and people, a lot of the property managers will offer a mid stay clean. They're not doing the daily housekeeping because the distributed nature of vacation rentals, it's hard operationally to get from home to home. Unlike a hotel where you're all in one building, but yes, any little added perk that's, that's beneficial pre-arrival groceries. is a big one. You've got these amazing kitchens and, they're empty. And the last thing you want to do is a traveler spend your first hour of your vacation at the grocery store for your group. And it's always one person in these groups who are coordinating everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's a pain. <laughs> so when um, people are evaluating the properties and going back to that, you know, single family home, uh, duplexes, does it matter as far as the ability or townhomes even to, to find attractive or to attract people to come there and um, rent your property. It, would you list them in a certain order? Hey, you're going to do this. You're going to find, you're going to be able to keep it booked more often than somebody who has this type of property. Not It depends on the trip type really. So there's not a, a you know, magic number uh, The and the market size is massive. So you're going to get more volume on your, you know, lower cost to mid market type homes on your locks. You're going to get lower volume, but much higher ticket sizes. So, some of our Lux homes that we partner with, they'll only run it out six times a year, but they make all of their capital and revenue because they don't want the usage on the house during that time. So it just really depends on the, the spend and what you're looking for, more of the volume play. And it and that probably just backing up to the real estate, you've got to start with the numbers there in the market. Austin, for instance, right now, it is not a good time to be a buyer. And Austin is very competitive. Um, but there are plenty of markets where you know it is a good time to be a buyer. So it really just depends on the property and then just marketing it, making it amazing. Got it. So 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 it's that 
it, it, it's driven more than a, like I think what you said originally. It's it's the location. And somebody once told me, you know, if you're going to invest in short-term rentals, you're going to maximize your revenue if you invest in areas in which you yourself may want to travel to, because there's other people like that that are definitely want to go there. Definitely, and when you get the outlier homes, we run into this all the time. Just the geo-based. When you get the outlier homes, that it's a drive to go anywhere. Unless it's a you know ranch property, for instance, in Texas or Lake Tahoe, it's a drive. But once you're there, you really don't need to go anywhere. So I think location is very important when figuring out. Um, and a lot of people, they don't want to spend the first two hours driving either, unless they're there for a week. Um, it's hard to do for you know longer weekends. So I think location is, is everything. And it's not necessarily city center. It's more, you know, if you're a lake property, what's around? How close is the town? the boat rental place if the home doesn't come with a boat rental or ski slope, same thing, um, beach. So it's really around that center of, um, what's, what's amazing to do in that town. Wow. So the properties in that you're, you're dealing with right now and you're providing these services to, mm-hmm. you just mentioned at the very beginning, 67% of them were unavailable. So have you seen a trend over the last two to three years and in, in how much has COVID impacted that trend? Would you say, as far as the desirability for people to look at short-term rentals versus the standard hotel rooms? A a lot. So during COVID, I mean, we're in the travel industry, our business initially, everything came to a screeching halt, but the vacation rental industry had a really nice recovery faster than hotels. So people um, specifically to homes that were um, in mountain beach lake, where there was an outdoor experience for people to go out and about not having to be indoors. So city centers were not the top <laughs> most traveled, but what we saw was inventory um, took a hit because most people with second home that own second homes, they moved in there. They got out of city center, moved into their home and took it off of the rental market. And then families that didn't own second homes, they were renting these homes for a month, two months, just given work was remote, school was remote. So took it off the market. But now with people returning back to work a bit, travel, um, you're seeing more and more open up putting homes on the market because they're not spending as much time there. So it's we're definitely seeing it recover. And I think with any recovery, there's opportunity for investment. Got it. You know, one of the things that I've experienced in my own travels, and I'm pr- you're probably going to agree with this, is that a lot of people that not only travel for leisure, but they also want opportunities for work uh, or they have to, you know, check in to do some work. So they try to, you know, do both at the same time. So what portion of that element should, would you say needs to be incorporated into your listing as far as the high speed internet or, or a place for you, you know, like an office is, do you find that as something that people request or, or not? Is it not important? Uh, definitely important. So it's a, it's a must have, we get a lot of calls on, can you confirm that house has, you know, high speed internet. So we tell our property and just put it, you know, be sure you're marketing because that, that matters today, especially in most people have not returned to the office and you've got your hybrid models. And so the high speed internet's important. Having a desk or office space in the house is important and it doesn't necessarily need to be its own room. But having a desk in the bedroom that's got a background, <laughs> even even they can you know phase it out. But yeah, it's the remote working is a trend, and we don't see it going away anytime anytime soon. So people are, are more mobile because companies are allowing it. Yeah, well, you mentioned about having the background because of, of things like this in, in Zoom meetings or, or presentations. Last year, I spent a month in, you know, on the Big Island, and that was kind of key because I had a, I ran a few events 
uh, two events while I was there. And I wanted to make sure I could set up my lighting, my mic, my camera, and then what was behind me. You know, I didn't want some weird art of two horses having sex in a big thing right behind me because it just doesn't <laughs> go with what you're trying to do. So, uh, or maybe this could be a good conversation start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you think they're doing? <laughs> so, um, that's, that's, that's good to know. Now, as far as your company, you talked about, you know, the services you provide. If somebody wanted to reach out to you and um, get a hold of you because they currently have a short terminal, what's the best way to engage with you? Our website, partners.key.co is where to where to go um, and sign your home up or, or you can reach out, talk to any of our team and we're ha- happy to work with everyone. So we, and then it's a simple onboarding process. So they can go sign up their home onboard their home and then ingest their guest data. So we're handling all the guest outreach once the home is booked. So if I sign my home up on your website is what you're saying, then mm-hmm. it goes onto your site and people can book through the site. We're targeting a very luxe clientele right now. So if the home fits the parameters of our clientele and we'll start to go downstream eventually, then yes, we'll absolutely list the home. If it doesn't fit for our clientele, if we don't think we're going to have success in selling it, just given the nature of the guests we're working with, then we'll absolutely provide services. We work with thousands of homes that we don't list on our site, providing services to guests um, when they're checking in. So, yeah. So, you know, this is the other side of short term real estate investing is that some individuals have properties that they rent out for an average of more than seven days, but less than 30 days. And so, a challenge they're going to face is that if they want to capitalize on the tax benefits, they have to provide concierge-style services, which your company provides. And so if you're sitting here watching this or listening to me right now, and you're thinking, well, you know, I see the benefit of using these services, but is it really for me? Well, definitely is for you. If your property, I mean, if you have property, you want to stand out more. But if you're, especially if you're mm-hmm. over seven days, you need to be providing these types of services if you want to maximize your, your tax deductions from your short-term rental real estate. So I would highly encourage anybody that's in this space to, to reach out to her company and uh, see what type of relationship you can establish. So is there anything else you'd like to say before uh, we cut out here? I don't think so. But yeah, just reach out. Um, excited. This It's a hot space. It, um, you've got you know Airbnb, Verbo. They started less than 15 years ago and they're already multi-billion dollar market cap. So it's a space that's doing nothing but growing. It's a good time to get in, especially if you're in finding a market where the real estate's um, great because people are staying in vacation rentals just like they're staying in hotels. So that trend's not going away. So it's a nice investment and you can then have a place you stay whenever you're a vacation home. So that you can make money on. So it's great. But yeah, happy to answer questions or work with work with anyone. So thank you. Thanks, Kim. You know, guys, definitely go check out the website. I've been to the website myself and there's a lot of neat looking properties on there just to peruse. And who knows, maybe you will end up renting one of those properties. But Kim, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you taking the time out of your busy thank day you. to be here and all the best. Great. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Show notes for links to everything mentioned in this episode can be found on our website at andersonadvisors.com slash podcast. Be sure you subscribe to our podcast. And if you are already a subscriber, please provide us a review of what you thought of this episode. 